Tamika. It's your boy, E-Rock Nim. <laughs> Listen, we keep it real. We keep it raw. We keep it uncut. All day. We are Marriage, marriage takeover. takeover. Listen, we help couples win in their marriage by identifying their triggers and uh, breaking generational, generational cycles. cycles. Yes. So we want to welcome you, welcome you, Boom. welcome you on today um, for another episode with the Marriage Takeover Podcast. <laughs> Yo, show. we still is tripping off of this season six thing. So. I know. Can you season believe six, it? episode number dose. Come know. on. <laughs> hey, we bringing we it this time. Excited. We, we are bringing it. You hear me? You hear me? You hear me? Yes. Go ahead. Listen, we are super excited. And, and as you know, like if you've been here for all these years representing, hanging in with us tight, supporting us, we appreciate you. We love you. We thank you so much. If it's your first time. Yes. If it's your first time. We still appreciate you. We, we still love you. you. But we want to make sure that we hang tight together. So make sure that you like, subscribe, and share so that we can make sure that we stay connected. All right? Oh, yeah. Make sure you join the Facebook group, Marriage Takeover, Body of One. And we will have all those links down in the show notes for this episode. Boom. All right. So we will go ahead and get started with prayer. Well, let's get crunked in. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you now, yes. God. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise, Lord God. We thank you, oh God, because you are first in our life. And Father, we thank you. God, we thank you for what you have brought us thus far. God, we thank you for where you're taking us. Yes. So, God, I pray now, oh God, for every ear that is listening, oh God. God, that through this episode through this message oh god that you deposit what they need oh god in the name of jesus god even something they may have to think about and go back and make difference about do and do different father god, i pray now in the name yes, of jesus god. oh god that the words that are given on today oh god not fall on thorny on thorny ground but god fall in the place that is ready to be that is ready that is fertile and ready to and ready to grow and be different and do yes. different and be better oh god to be their 100 authentic selves and so, Father, we just thank you right now, God, for this time, this moment. God, we ask that you continue to have your way. Continue to bless our guests, oh God. Continue to reign over them, Father, in the name yes, of Jesus. Yes. And Father, we thank you now, God. We give you glory. Father, we say this prayer in your daughter, son, Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. 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 So we are super excited today. We have a very special guest with you. I know y'all said last month y'all bring us some new people. Guess what? This month we bring us some new people. Guys, I'm new people. And I know you guys heard me talk a couple of months ago or a couple of weeks ago about this forgiveness conference that I went to. And let me tell you. Let, let her tell today, you. Today we have the phenomenal Tanisha O, who is Boom. the CEO, founder of Blending Our Love Incorporated and the creator of the forgiveness lifestyle movement and the A Time to Heal Motherhood Global Movement. Come on now. Now, she's a global keynote speaker, uh-huh. corporate trainer, what? and forgiveness coach. Come on now. Helping mothers heal generational pain. Come on now. Now, her book, Empower, Stepmother, Grow, Glow, and Thrive Harmoniously in Your Blended Family is a number one Amazon bestseller. Yes, it is. So, we want to make sure that you are welcoming us. She enjoys hosting the tea. With the Tanisha O Show, where she interviews celebrities, influencers, business owners who share secrets mm. to success for keeping a positive mindset to accomplish goals amid all adversities. Yeah. Now, yeah. her passion and mission passion. are to help one billion mothers Come on now. identify and release emotional blocks, all the moms. which are holding them back using forgiveness techniques. Yes. And I'm going to tell y'all, it's a treat, y'all. Yes, it is. So, we are so happy to have you. Welcome. Miss Tanisha O. <laughs> Welcome, my sister. Listen, thank you. So, I don't know, like, hearing the bio is fun, but when you have a hype man like that, like, we need to go everywhere every single time. I was tickled. Thank you. That was the best intro ever. <laughs> hey, hey. It's what it is. When, hey, when greatness step on the scene, guess yes. what? We got to make room for the greatness. Let it, let it walk on in. You hear me? <laughs> we are so happy to have you here. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. And this month, we're talking about forgiveness all month long. And so I know that's your secret sauce. That's your brain, baby. <laughs> we, we only bring the best, and we thank God for connection and relationship because when those doors open, it's like, man, woo, because listen, from the conference, I told Tamika from the conference, I say, oh my God, I cannot wait to talk with this awesome, powerful. <laughs> you weren't even there. Imagine that. Listen, all that, all that 
boss was like, yo. Listen, I have been stepping into my self-love journey and my forgiveness. That quite a beautiful story we were talking about, yes. Yes. Watch out now. So, so tell us, tell us. Like the conference was amazing, right? And for everybody who missed it, I know it was it was about it was a while ago. So, because um, I know we're in the month of October right now. But listen, tell us how they can um, tell us number one about forgiveness. What is forgiveness to you? Uh, well, really, hold on. If you don't mind, I would like to know. Yes. Like, where did it start? Yes. Because, because you know, everyone we know what happened, right? to us, right. to get us in that place to where we decided to hold on to the unforgiveness or yes. we decided to forgive. So what was that breaking point for you that had that was like, hey, you know what? Either I can forgive and yeah. you know, how was that that got you to where you are now? Because I mean, oh my God, you listen, just from the stuff that I have grasped from you, I had to search my own heart. Lord, is there anything <laughs> That that I mean, because I have not, I have not heard it put so eloquently the way that you have put it together. Yeah. Now, understand, eloquently was a big word for me, so this means a lot coming out of <laughs> coming out of my mouth. So Listen, beautifully, you said it's so beautiful. <laughs> so, so please tell us. Yes, absolutely. So, can you imagine? You're like 24, your phone rings, your mom calls. You're like, hey, mom. And she's like, hey, remember that guy I told you was your dad? Yeah, he's not really your dad. And you're like, wait, what? Where, where do you begin? Where do you begin picking up the pieces? How do you trust? How do you understand life? And it literally took me 17 years to figure out how to forgive my mother. Wow. And I wish I could tell you that I did it because I was just this wholesome, amazing person. I would be lying to you. The reality is... 17 years later, my children were on their way to college. I think my baby girl was in college and I was struggling. I was like, why are these kids so rude and so defiant? And, and you know, for years, it's like, oh, they're teenagers. And you just keep wiping it off and, and putting it there. But God was like, mm. ma'am, um, this would be a direct result of how you treated your mother. You see how you bad mouthed and belittled and had this nasty, nice, nasty. Wow. Well, congratulations. Wow. Here you have the children that you have raised to teach them how to love you by the way you loved your mother. And I was like, huh. Well, if I may interject, Lord, I didn't lie to them about who their father was. And he said, it doesn't even matter. You taught them how to love you through your pain. And so wow. if you want something different, you're going to have to do something different. And so I began to go into the deepest, darkest parts of my soul to find the light. But y'all know that where the cracks are, where that brokenness is, that's where the light can enter as well. It's where the mm -hmm. pain is, where the light can enter. And so I went on this deep journey of, of healing and forgiveness. And I forgave myself because I realized if I was doing my best as a mother and I still failed my children at different parts and places, my mother was too. And my mother was a shero because she told the truth. Like I've talked to so many people all over the world with these family secrets, but my mom was brave enough to tell me the truth while she was alive. She didn't wait until she died. Nobody was hanging over her like, ooh, the secret's almost out. She just was honest. And so as I began sharing my story and my journey, there were so many people that came to me like, oh my gosh, me too. Can you help me? And so what I'm coming to find is that it's not just the pain that was caused to us as children. It's the pain that we're passing on to our children. And that's the part that I'm here to help support in, in the Forgive, Heal, Grow um, experience that, that we go through. Wow. I love that. Forgive, wow. heal, grow. And you mentioned something, and I say this is really big. Like, I love my family. My family is amazing. But I grew up in a family where they will take stuff to the grave. Like, you don't, you won't know they had kids. You won't know if you did somebody, mama, a daddy, or something different until they hit that grave and then everybody start talking. And so it's it's interesting that you said that you, your mother had the courage to be able to to say something and to do something before she hit the grave, because I think that's important in order for us to be able to stop the generational cycle and curses from keeping moving forward. So I'm so glad that you said that. So true. Wow. That, that, that was that was just awesome. That was awesome. So I'm going to ask you the, the No, I, we're going to go back to forgiveness. Oh, so, so what is forgiveness? I was so ready to be, hey. <laughs> I know, you can go wherever you want to go. I'm, 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 
Because what I think is, is phenomenal, right? And you've done some amazing things, and I want to make sure that we, we speak that and we highlight that. But I think that sometimes we get forgiveness, you know, um, misconstrued, I think is the right word. Yes. You know, especially in the church. Like, oh, we think wow. and we feel like, number one, wow. God is the only one who can forgive, which you said before. I, like, I, what, let me just let me just pause for a minute. Take a minute. Your forgiveness, your forgiverance. Forgiveness. Amazing. Thank you. And I may be doing one in October. So, yes, we'll see. Okay. It was amazing. <laughs> so, so talk about like what forgiveness is and who has the right and the responsibility to forgive. Oh, that's so good. So to me, forgiveness is an emotion, right? It's not a, it's not something you say. Cause a lot of people say, I forgive you. And you still want to punch them in the throat. Forgiveness is a journey. It's a process. Almost see it like an onion, right? An onion has that outer shell. It's thin, but it's that thin, hard shell. You peel that off and then you have layers and layers inside of there. And so triggers may come. And so you got to keep peeling back this layer. So you will possibly be forgiving someone, including yourself, over and over and over again. It's just this process. It becomes easier once you commit to it. So I'll explain the way I, I teach it in my framework behind me. Oh, well, you're, you can't see me. So forgive forgiveness is the past. Everything in your past is what you're looking at to forgive, okay? Uh, and then when you get to the healing process, that's a decision. Healing doesn't automatically come. Someone can break their leg, break their arm, and it's going to heal because our bodies know how to heal itself, but it That's may not right. heal the right way. You might have to re-break it to, to, in order to heal it properly, right? right so right. time does not heal. When people say time heals, no, it doesn't. Time just passes time. And right. the moment you encounter someone who triggers you the way that last person did, boom, you're right back to square one. How do you know if you've healed? When you are triggered, when the pain hits, when things happen, what, however you respond, you cuss people out, you punch them in the throat, you're calm, cool, and collected. You, you're calm in front of them, but you talk all this crazy stuff behind their back. You talk to other people about the problem and never go to the actual person. You let people insult you or you insult people. And instead of y'all discussing it, you just let 15 years pass. And then you guys come back and act like nothing happened. And then you wonder why in 30 days you're no longer talking again because you never healed it. All those things are where you are in your healing journey. So if you're wondering where you are in your healing journey and you find yourself being the person that says, that's just how I am. And you take so much pride in being a person. Cool. Who <laughs> you better say that. Like people don't even want to be around you, but you take pride in that's just who I am. Okay, well, congratulations. But if you want to grow, yeah, I'm here for. I am not for everybody. I'm for the people who, for the mothers who actually really want to invest and heal. And so then the growth is the action. Growth equals action. When when a plant is growing, action is happening. When you're watching your child go from two to five, something's happening. They're physically growing. And so growth is the movement forward in whatever it is that's happening. So forgive, heal, grow. I love it. God dang. I love it. I love it. Did you hear that? <laughs> you know, and that's so funny because you hear that a lot. Oh, you know, time heals all. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. I keep trying to tell. No, it don't. You tell me when time heals something. It, it, it didn't heal it. It didn't heal it. covered it up. Right. Eric, think about the people who will tell you a story. Oh, he hurt me so bad. And I mean, you're like, oh, my gosh. When did it happen? They're like 20 years ago. You're like, what? What? <laughs> I mean, but they can tell you that story like it was yesterday. Yesterday, five minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> you can't tell me that time healed that wound. It did. Mm -hmm. right. So now, um, now, because you know, now, and I know that you're you're for the mothers. I I, I do. I do get that. I, don't get me wrong. I, I understand. You know, I love when people say, you know, you know, sometimes you just got to stay in your lane. You know what I mean? So like, this is the lane I was called to. This is what I'm staying in. Yes. But yes. <laughs> you know. Just cross the line just a little bit. Just yes, totally. Yes. Because because uh, some things that I do understand as far as, as males yes. that we also hold on to stuff that causes us to respond differently. Right. Now we may not, you know, cuss you out, bust you in the throat, anything like that, but mm -hmm. we were we we know how to count, I guess I say. Men, we kind of stay to ourselves, if you will. 
Because I know if I go down this lane, you're going to trust. You're going to do what you did before. Tell me you better. The whole nine. But how can how can the husband free themselves and understanding that, yo, it is a you do need to forgive so that you can so that you can start your healing process so that you can grow. Because I've come to we've come to understand that a lot of a lot of the marriages are not growing because they don't know how to forgive each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm asking this question just on behalf of the brothers. I'm looking out for you fellas. Yeah. <laughs> so if, if you if you can dive into that so we can unpack a lot of it, that would greatly appreciate. So I only work with women because I'm a woman. Right. That's very right. simple. Uh, not because my strategies and tools and things don't work for men. I recently was in New York City with a sign that said, who do you need to forgive? This humongous sign. And I stood in Times Square with the microphone, just talking to people, helping people heal wounds. And you know what's interesting? There were more men that came up to me than women. It was wow. Really wow. So, and it was a lot of fun. It was so much fun. And I'm talking about men from all different backgrounds. One man told me he was struggling with forgiving God because of the Holocaust. And so I was able to give him some steps and, and navigate forward. So I hear all sorts of stuff when it comes to it. So to your question, the first step is as men and women, we have to acknowledge our pain. Mm. We have to acknowledge our pain. And so whatever's happening in any marriage, more than likely, that's a familiar pattern. You've probably married your husband. I mean, you married your mother or you married the habits of your father, the habits of your mother. Ooh, or your father. That's good. And so you have to look at what patterns were already packed in your baggage of life. And then you want to look at them to say, oh, child, no, this is not helping me. Nope, we're going to get rid of this. Nope, let's release this. Because let's say you're in a family, in a blended family situation, and the, the man has children. The woman might be saying, you put the daughters to you this and that. But really, it's that nine-year-old little girl in her who's jealous that her father wasn't there for her. And so wow. you loving your daughter the way you're loving her, it's not about her disliking that girl as a grown woman, it's the sweet little girl who was left sitting on the doorstep waiting for her father who never came. And so when she's seeing what you're giving, she's missing out and just yearning for that love that she didn't have. It's not on you. So the first thing I would invite you to do is acknowledge the pain. You got to acknowledge where you are because you're not serving anyone. No one's serving anyone when we just ignore it. Oh, well, it doesn't happen. No, it happened. Whatever it is. And let's just remember what a trigger is. When we tell a two-year-old it's hot, a stove is hot. If they've never been burned, they have no idea what you're doing. So themselves waddle right on over to that stove, touch it, and the moment that they touch it, whoo, they now know what hot means the next time you say it. So in the moment that you're frustrated or struggling, remember, it's not what you're upset about in that moment. It's the triggered reminder of the pain that previously happened. Now, next time something happens, you're going to keep adding up. But these triggers are reminders of past things. So as I began to heal and grow and change my personality, I was not the fun-loving person I am today. Not to this degree years ago. And my husband still married me. God bless him. I love him. <laughs> I was like, sweetie, you married me like that. Like the kids were stuck with me, but you, you, he was like, yep, yeah, I'll marry again. But one of the things that happened as you begin to heal and go on this journey is people are used to your habits. So my husband was used to my habits. And so I would do something and he would respond as though I did what I used to do. And I had to keep telling him, but I didn't do that, sweetie. And he was like, oh, no. do it. I was like, yep, but this time I did not do it. And I had to keep telling him I didn't do that this time. I didn't respond that way this time. I'm a different person. And I could not get frustrated because the past decade I've been behaving a certain way. And his instincts are just used to me being away. I had to remind him over and over again. And I didn't get caught up in the fact that he's not paying attention to my change. No, He's trying to navigate and shift with this new version of me, just like I am too. And so wow. it's my responsibility to keep saying, hey, love, I didn't do that. So let's not do that, you know? And ultimately he, he got in. So acknowledge your pain, first of all, and look at those familiar patterns that were passed on to you and what are you carrying on? Because most of us compare our best version of ourselves to our parents' worst version of ourselves. It's like comparing a kindergartner to a college Harvard graduate. Like, come on now. Those are two completely different places. We don't ever look at the greatness in our parents. We, we look at the worst versions of them. And then we want to talk about how wonderful and amazing we are. They did their best. And they passed on pain. Yes. 
My God. Listen. That's so good. Listen. My, my God. Let, let me just say right here, right now. That's so good. Everybody that is listening, I've been trying to tell y'all, we on Marriage Takeover, we're not perfect. Because she just pulled the carpet from under my feet because my wife has been making changes and I have been still holding her to what she used to do. But you just literally pulled the blinders off to where it's like, you know what? But what what that said, what that told me is that, no, Eric, you need to be your authentic self. Because she is she is making changes. So you've got to stop carrying her past because you see the changes. You see it. So you got to stop keeping her past with her present. And so for me to be my authentic self and say, hey, yo, I'm sorry. I went I went 160 on my bike. No matter how she responds, I got to stop holding because now her response is different because now she's different. She's making she's making changes. So I listen, I'm healed already. Praise the Lord. I'm healed right now. I'm gonna walk in my healing. You hear me? So I, I, can I can I um offer you a, just an invitation or something? Yes, yeah, don't judge yourself, explore what you're afraid of. Because what happens is when we're used to a person being a certain way when they change. What does that mean for us? Does that mean they're going to leave us behind? Does that mean they're going to grow into a different space? Does that mean that I have to change now? Like so when we're rejecting the changes of people, it's just a chance. Our inner body, when we have a wound on the outside, you can see the blood. You can see the scar. You can see the, the wound. You get your neosporin, your, your, all your stuff to clean it out. You do all the things you need to do to clean out. But when we have emotional wounds, you can't see those. It's only the triggers that are like, something's bothering you. Something's hurting. And most time we we bad talk ourselves. We tell ourselves negative things like get over it. It's her fault. You know, blame. But instead of doing that, just gently kind of lean in like, all right. In your case, Eric, it's like my girl's making some changes and this is making me uncomfortable. Why? Like, why is this making me uncomfortable? Why, why is this bothering me? And so work it out within you first. Ask yourself and be honest with yourself about what emotions you're feeling. And then take it from there. That's a great pillow talk conversation, baby. I'll see you changing. Hold on, wait a minute. Hold on, wait. Are you counseling me right now? Wait a minute. Hey, listen. She asked for permission to submit. Y'all, yeah, she she ain't lying. She put her submission papers in ASAP. I'm submitting this to you now. Listen, y'all already know this marriage takeover. Well, we keep it raw and we keep it real. Yeah. So listen, y'all raw. Listen, I feel naked right now. I feel so <laughs> naked right here before everybody. Right but now. This is so good because somebody else was stuck, and I want to be able to take your people to a, a full to the fullness. You know what I mean? So oh, yes. into the water and drop them off, and they don't even know how to drink. Like right. let's just take them and give them like you know just just help them fully. Well, I hope y'all learn how to drink from me because I'm sipping not. But <laughs> but you know the funny thing because you know, and I know wifey would tell you, babe, you ain't saying nothing. Well, because you you hold <laughs> so the conversation. Listen, we just should have gone to get your breakthrough. I didn't already say We do need to take a quick break though. Oh, my, we're, we're gonna give me five break. minutes. Give me five minutes. We gotta okay, finish five this minutes. Real quick. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> listen, because so now you know what. You know what? Let me just stop because I got to collect my thoughts. So we'll be right back after this. <laughs> Yo, and we're back. Go go ahead on. Go we on, are back. I, I just want to, again, welcome. If you were just tuning in, we have the phenomenal Tanisha Ooh, O with us. Lord. She is, is, is it forgiveness coach? Like, what is the correct term? Okay, forgiveness coach. Who is phenomenal? Who is up here helping Eric get his life together? Uh -huh. So E-Rock <laughs> him get his life together. Um, hey, E-Rock so is... E-Rock is getting his life together. I'm t listen, I have been set free already. So I can't wait to this pillar talk because I'm going to let all everything about the hey, emotions. Let them out. Hey, right. I'm about to run. Hey, listen, I'm in a dead sprint. Right. To my healing. You hear me? I wanted to ask you, I know you mentioned um, before the break, you mentioned um, about the triggers and it's the, it's really about the wounded um, unhealed little girl and really the unhealed little boy. And we mentioned that when we talk about the triggers. But the question that I have is I know you work with a lot of different people and you've done a lot of research and study. Why is it so difficult for people to acknowledge their pain? When were you ever given permission? 
When were you ever? <laughs> like, let's really be honest. Yeah. You are at the playground. You playing with who, whoever it is. So-and-so takes your ball. You start crying. They like, get the ball back. Stop crying. Say I'm sorry. They say I'm sorry. You are forced to accept their apology. Didn't nobody say how you feel about the fact that your ball was taken. You're not bleeding. You're safe. You're good. Move on. Ooh, and especially cool. if you are playing with somebody else's kids, you know, like one of your parents' friends' kids. Now they want to, they don't want it awkward. They don't want to mess up their friendship because the kids are now fighting. They want to keep it peaceful. So even though mama should have spoke up a little bit more about aggressive little Jojo, she didn't because she wanted to keep that friendship going. Like there's so many things. And so when you think about it, who taught you how to heal? That's so good. Dang. That's so good. Oh, my God. Who taught you to forgive yourself before you forgive somebody else? Listen, in my house, everybody knows. Don't even come to me with your said I'm sorry. Because I don't even want to hear I'm sorry. I'm sorry is best served with change behavior. That's how I'm sorry works in my house. Sorry, change your behavior. If you're really apologizing me, just, just do different. Just do different. That's all. And I'm not saying anything else except for do different. And if you hurt me, a little bit deeper and you say I'm a, I'm sorry I'm not automatically just gonna say I forgive you I'm gonna process it I need to forgive myself first I might need to forgive myself for letting me be in that space I might need to leave, forgive myself for even allowing you that close to me when I knew better I knew not to trust you but I trusted you anyway and now I'm upset because you done told my business but heck you done told my business 5,100 times why am I surprised today? Because I thought it would be different, but I need to forgive myself because I knew doggone well it wasn't going to be different. Stop forgiving other people to make them comfortable and not forgiving yourself. And ladies, wives, husbands too, but wives, lean in a little bit. When your husband or I'm going to say wife since we're doing marriage takeover, when they offend you, the biggest issue is somebody says, I'm sorry. You say, I forgive you. But you really haven't forgiven them. And so as time passes, you start treating them bad because you're still struggling through forgiving them. But they're confused because you said, I forgive you. And because you said that, they expect things to go on like nothing happened. And you're like, why are they acting like nothing happened? Because they said, I, I'm sorry, please forgive me. And you said, I forgive you versus nope, give me some time to process my feelings and emotions and I'm going to get back to you. You told them that you were okay with it. That's why they have it. That's why they moved on. They act like it's good now. No. Stop forgiving people before you forgive yourself. Stop stop just giving it away like you passing out some pancakes. No, process it first. I love that. So, 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 ooh, so, you know what? <laughs> I have like 59 questions coming out at the same time. And I'm, I'm saying here like, oh my God. Because the one thing is, you know, being, you know, we we are we are also, you know, leaders in the church as well. And the one thing that we come to understand on how we do something wrong, but then, you know, we'll ask for forgiveness. But at the same time, when you're for those that are real with themselves, I say it like this. How we kind of keep that guilt over ourselves because we haven't yeah. forgiven ourselves. How do, like, even when, because, you know, yeah. say if I did something wrong and I knew I did something wrong to my wife, but that guilt where now I feel like I'm walking on eggshells or whatever the case may be, how, what is that process like to forgive myself? And so that, so if someone hurt me, right, how do I, how do I go through that process to forgive me so that, so that I can be free to forgive them for how they chose to treat me? So there's two totally different things, even though we were taught that comes together, like forgive yourself. If you're even taught about forgiveness, like forgive wow. yourself. And then once you forgive yourself or forgive them, things are going to be X, Y, Z. You have to separate them. Your journey of self-forgiveness and the guilt that you feel, your guilt is still that trigger. You're triggered by things beyond that moment because the guilt of whatever you're feeling may not really fully be about your wife. It could be about some of the other decisions that you make. And so you're kind of pouncing on yourself, beating yourself up for all the other decisions. And what's triggering you is that young, sweet boy inside of you who people always told you, you never do things right. You're not good enough. You, you, you don't live up to it. You weren't picked first on the basketball team, like all the things. And so what's happening isn't really the one thing that's happening with your wife. It's all the memories of all the past stuff that just 
wow. like they can all come in right at one time. And so then the expectation is because men are like to fix things. Y'all like to fix things. How can I fix this to make her feel better? I got a spoiler alert for all y'all. I'm going to lean in. It's not your responsibility to make your wife happy or to fix her. That is her responsibility by herself. If she wants to be happy, she's going to be happy regardless. She wants to forgive you. She's going to forgive you, period. So focus on yourself and the shift in you will shift things in her if wow. it's going to shift. But the focus is never on the other person. It's just just you. That's that's it. Just you. And that's where asking yourself the real deep, hard questions and being honest, like, what am I really feeling guilty about? Is it really this thing with my wife or is it because I just never felt like I'm living up to anything? What is my self-talk like? Is it positive? Like, where did this begin? Where did this struggle really start? Did it start when I married my wife or heck? Did it start when I was like on the playground? Like, start going back and Mm -hmm. then start to see where the patterns and habits started. That's where you're going to need to begin. You got to go back before you come forward with forgiveness. Wow. That's good. And and I tell people all the time, I'm telling you, your marriage, it has nothing to do with your spouse. It is a self-work journey for self-work. you. It is self-work. And you have to put in the work <laughs> to make sure that you are happy. And I think the very first time we said it publicly that it is not your husband, your husband's responsibility to make you happy. People was like, what? What do you mean? No, uh, because if you don't come to the table whole, there is nothing he can do to fill that void for you. Uh, even even if you come, even if you come to the table broken, it's still not his job to put you together. And that's both of you. Right. Because right. you when you sit there, it's like, no, because you because if you're broken and don't want to and don't want to be whole to be your authentic self. You're gonna in turn break him, break the kids, break it, and begin to be a full process. Because just like you, when you were saying earlier on how you were uh, uh, basically raising your kids from the hurt that was within, I say, hold on, wait a minute, do I need to go back and forgive my kids because of all the things that I try my best not to take them down the path that I went down. Based off of how uh, how I felt going through it, and I was like, "Huh?" Because it's sometimes, sometimes, how do you put it? It's like sometimes we don't even recognize that we're even broken. We think we're fine, right? You know, and so it's like, yeah, huh? So then, so so question: How do? Wait a minute, did you have a question? I was just gonna just add before you switch to that. I was just gonna say I remember when you were speaking about just doing that self journey first with yourself when we were on the brink of divorce, right? The thing that shifted our marriage when God gave us a download, I started to change. Mm-hmm. And it was when my, when I started to change, Eric was like, wait a minute, you, you're doing something like what you doing. And then he started to shift. And so as I changed and I shifted just because I wanted to become the best version of who I was at that time, then he, it took a couple of years, but then he started to change. And as a result, we were able to blossom. We were able to blossom into what we have now and God is still making it better. But it is so important for people to understand because they're like, it's so hard. Well, if, I mean, it's really a choice. Like I always say that forgiveness is a process, but it's also a choice. Like you have to choose each and every day to do something different. Yeah. Yeah, I, I look at and I always, always, always uh, let them know. It's just like what Joshua was saying to the Israelites. He was saying, "Listen, you can you can choose to do it the way your forefathers them do it." But he said, "But as for me and my house, right. we're going to serve." He said, "So I choose each and every day to 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 take care of me and my household. Right. I choose every day to choose forgiveness. I choose every day to to be better." So it, it's like it's easy. To choose to me to Broad Thompson them to to Iraq them it's easy to choose, but we look at the process, and that's what make our choice hard. Why do you think we always look at the journey versus the step? Hmm. So just, before just I have an answer for that. Before I answer that, when you spoke about the broken woman, I just want to um, share. You attract who you are. 
So any man who's with a woman who is so broken, please look in the mirror because you attracted that woman. When women want to come to me about how horrible and whatever their husband is, I was like, and yet you attracted him. So what about you mirror reflection of who he is, right? Like you attracted that. So you're more like, think about it. People attract at their wounds. What happens? My mama was a single mama. His mama was a single mama. Oh, say that I got to stop you right now. We got to rewind all that right back. Let that one you, marinate. Uh, you can't just slide by that. That was let just too heavy. God. You attract. At the womb? Yeah, you at your womb. Think about it. Like, think about it. Oh my gosh. We attract at our wounds. How many people do you meet that are like, I'm black, he's black, I got teeth, he has teeth, I have two eyes, he has two eyes? No. My mama was a crackhead, his mama was a crackhead, his daddy wasn't there for him, my daddy, my my husband left me with all these kids, and his ex-wife left him with all these kids. I was homeless, he was homeless. Think about all the people you've coached, all the people you've met, and people attract at their wounds. And yet, they wonder why there's so many unhealed parts. It's because you're attracted at your wounds, but have you come together to navigate through that healing? My husband and I, y'all, my husband stalked me as far as I'm concerned. He's not here to tell his side of the story. So I'm <laughs> I believe his side. <laughs> if he was here, he'd be like, whatever. But I was on a on a healing journey. I was on this journey that we're talking about now. And so when I was doing like self-discovering and stuff like that, you best believe he was going wherever I was going because he just wanted to be where I was. He was like, shoot, she said she's going away to this uh, self-mastery. I'm about to figure out what self-mastery means. He didn't know he was about to get more than he bargained for. <laughs> and that transformed our relationship because it's wow. where we've gone. And so all of the growth, Tony Robbins, all of the things that we've done together, we do it together. All personal development happens together. It's just how we do it. So we heal together. And here's what's amazing. My sexy husband is from Nigeria. And even 6,000 miles away, he still managed to have the same family background dynamics that your girl has. Imagine that. Like, how is that possible? We're from different cultures and countries, and we still manage to find each other. Wow. <laughs> with, with two single people who had kids from other people figuring it out. And like, and it's still navigated that way. But we committed to the healing journey as well. So you connected your wounds, and instead of pointing the finger to say what is wrong with him and his family, you just want to be gentle with yourself to lean in to say, how in the world did I connect with this person? Oh. You can only see in someone else what you see in yourself. You can only see in yourself in someone else what you see in yourself. What do I mean by that? Let's say we're all at a restaurant. Waiter comes up, waitress comes up. She says, or he says, they all say, I'm going to say it's a girl. She says something. Three people are sitting at the table. One person is like, mm, she got an attitude. The other person is, oh, she looks like she's having a really rough day. The other <laughs> person is like, I thought she was very friendly. She said the same thing one time to all three people and all three people heard and saw something different. We've all experienced it. How is that humanly possible? Because it's the lens in which we see things based on who we are, yeah. where we are in that moment. Wow. That's all. So you asked about a journey. You asked about a journey. Please ask me your question again about your journey. I'm glad you, I'm glad you said that because now I got to pivot real quick. <laughs> because what, and so when, as you was talking about that, we see that lens because, you know, we literally, August was our communication. We talked about communication very heavy. And that was the one thing was that, just like you said, you, you, the person can say the, say the same thing. But as we receive the information, it goes through our, our filters based off of how life has served us, how we may be even feeling in that moment. And so because the one sound came out, but we are in different uh, stages, if you will. Yep. Therefore, we receive something totally different. Absolutely. I, Think listen. about church. Since y'all talked to me about church, I was like, T, it's church. I was like, great. I know what to do. Think about church. Pastor get up there talking. One person was like, oh, Pastor had a word today. 
hey, other person is like, mm, I know he was talking to me directly. Meanwhile, another person got a husband who's like, don't ever bring me back to this church again. You done told him all our personal business and the pastor done called me out on all my stuff. Same message, same word, different experiences. Right. Yep. Yep. I love it. That, man, yeah. listen, you, I ain't gonna lie to you because basically, literally just what you said opens up a whole nother can of worms. <laughs> and because now, granted, yeah, some stints are are. I don't even. I don't even. Want, I don't even want to go that way. Oh my god! You know, we don't have time. <laughs> Yo, hey, I'm gonna tell y'all right now. I pray that she has room in her calendar because this is so. Yeah. This is a lot. And it's a Have you? Did you get to your real question? I know. What was your other question about the culture? We had to pivot. I forgot. I ain't gonna lie. Well, because, I, I do have a question around. Um, so we 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 ha- we coach and we encounter a lot of couples who are um, trying to get over infidelity. Right? They're trying to get over the infidelity. Well, I was gonna wait for infidelity for later on that one. Well, we we have seven minutes left. because ah, she can't <laughs> unpack that thing in seven minutes. And so, what, I mean, what she can, but in that. Do you have any other questions that might be shorter? You might need a part two if infidelity is a whole conversation. Yeah, you, come on. We might have to do that, a whole that, that's, that's a, oh my God. We, we, listen, listen. We need to take it under advisement. Yeah, we, we, have to, we, we have to put out another email uh, because this is because, Only because I, I want to make sure that we, you know we're, but, we're actually serving our our but audience. We, but we are, we are because it's amazing. Because yeah, because when you look at it, granted, if you hurt me, mm-hmm. I still have to forgive. Yeah. But I have to be able to forgive myself first. Think about it. So right. when you right. when you talk about infidelity, right? What is the first thing that we look at? We'll say, "Oh, how could you do that?" But what do we play on ourselves? Did I not? Am I not good enough? Right. The guilt. Do I uh, do? So it's like when it comes to infidelity, mm-hmm. how how can you how can how can an individual work past that? You know, we might go over a little bit. That's fine. I hope it's okay with you. I want to make sure we. Listen, we Tamika, I, I clear my. I know how these podcasts go. I I am in no rush. I got a cup of water and. We we can talk. Okay. Well, pray, praise Jesus. <laughs> pray, praise Jesus. <laughs> so when so when it comes down to infidelity, yeah. how should that or what will be the best process? To, because you have some oh that's just the unforgivable thing. And I understand that. That whole trust, the, the whole nine. But because one thing that we can understand is that they still, even to say if they choose to divorce. They still carry that baggage carry it, yeah. with them, and even if it's on to the next relationship. So it's like, how do you? I guess what would be that? What would be that process too? I was gonna say they carry it to their next relationship, but even sometimes to their children as well. They pass that along to their children. Absolutely, absolutely. So, the one thing it's interesting before we talked, I had no idea which direction this conversation would go in, but there was um, two words that I wrote down, unmet expectations. And when infidelity hits, there's a couple things. Those, there are the unmet expectations. Now, no one deserves to be heartbroken. No one deserves to deal with any of those things. So tread lightly listeners and listen from a place of of healing and growth and not from a space of of blaming don't blame yourself don't blame don't let's not allow this conversation to be a trigger to send you back into a space of of what happened in the past especially if you've made a decision to forgive let's just and let's navigate this conversation together forward so they're the unmet expectations. That's the one part. And also, what part of it can you first, before you even think about forgiving the person who cheated, what part of it can you forgive yourself for? What are you really needing to tell yourself the truth about? It's very likely that there were a lot of red flags and, and signs before you married him. You knew what was up. 
but you figured that the ring would change it. You thought that something else could happen from it, right? So don't beat yourself up, but you want to be honest with yourself and then see like how many times does this behavior show up where I ignore the red flags, where I keep moving forward, where I think that I can manipulate a situation, where I think that I can change somebody else because I'm this or that. Him cheating doesn't necessarily have anything to do with with the love. We all hear that. It doesn't feel that way. The question also is, if you're not cheating, were your expectations of him to be? Because a lot of times, if you grew up in a household where you just saw men cheating, it's what your father did, it's whatever it was, in the back of your mind somewhere, you were like, he's going to do it. He's going to cheat. He ain't going to treat me right. I'm not worth it. And so, therefore, your expectations, your dreams, even though it's set up as a nightmare, your dream came to fruition because you really never had the faith or the hope in yourself and in him in order for him to be faithful. Do not judge yourself. Come on. Stay so soft and gentle. But this is where those hard conversations come in to see, like, how can I be honest with myself? You still didn't deserve it. We're, we're separate. Like, I'm separating these two things, right? I'm separating the cheating to say this right here. Because the acceptance of ignoring red flags and, and all the unmet expectations, because basically you get to the part of like, look, at least he don't cheat as much as so-and-so. I mean, he didn't cheat as much as the last one. At least he come home at night. Like you keep lowering the standards of what the expectation is, but you got to get honest with yourself about what's really the expectation and, and what's really going on and how much is enough. And and what part is it of it is is he really and I'm not talking about your old baby baby and forget the dog on makeup sex child D is D at the end of the day. Right. What are you really talking about. Right. You gotta get real honest with yourself. And that's where the forgiveness part comes. Why I always say we got to be honest with us before we're honest with anybody else, because you're really putting the pain and the struggle of not just that man who cheated on you and lied to you and, and belittled you and embarrassed you. He is now carrying and she they are now carrying the weight of all the other people before them who lied, embarrassed, cheated your mom, like all the things. The pain and resentment that you have for your father for what he did to your mother or your mother for what she did to your father. Like this person is carrying the weight. And so you get to look in that baggage of life to say, even though he did this, what part did I play? Mm. What part did I play? And don't judge yourself. The thing about it is life. And that was one of your questions, like in the journey, why do we basically run from the pain? It's because it's easier. It's the reason why people will drink themselves to oblivion, take drugs and all that stuff, because they think that it numbs the pain. But there is no way through it except for to go through it. And so the, the way to begin to heal this infidelity is stop pointing the finger and just really say, when did I fail myself? Did I fail myself by even marrying you? Because I knew you weren't God's best. I knew it. You're here and God's going to bless it, honor it and ordain it because y'all are here now. But you might have known from the beginning. And now is not the time to belittle the person that you chose to say yes to because you were disobedient or didn't do the right thing. No. Now it's the time to say, how am I going to make this thing work out and navigate? And it's going to start with you being truly, truly honest with yourself. Do not look for him to be honest or her to be honest. You can't force your agenda on someone else because you already forced your agenda on someone else, which is why you're married to somebody that gave you all the red flags and you still said I do. Right. That's a lot to unpack. It's a a sensitive conversation because I understand. And I know I'm going to say it now. People are like, but you don't know my story. You don't know my story. I just want to tell you. I can help people break through and heal who are ready. And I don't even need to know the backstory. I just need you to tell me where you're trying to go. Right. Mm. When you're lost, you don't need to tell people, it took me 511 hours. Nobody cares. They just want to know where are you trying to go? Let me give you the directions on how to get there. Where where do you want to be? Oh, okay. 
because you keep talking about all this stuff back there, that's the reason why you can't get forward because all of your energy, attention, mindset is focused on everything that happened back there. And you have no time to figure out where to go forward because your brain capacity can only happen, handle what's behind you. You got to decide, are you going forward? Are you going to stay in this hole? Or are you just going to keep wandering backwards? I know Sarah froze into a pillar of salt because he said, don't look back. Jesus. Yeah. To decide. Wow. Wow. I love it. I love it. And Listen. I thank you so much for that. Listen. I just have two more things for you before we before <laughs> before we um we end the show on today. Now I know I I I got to see the interaction with you and your husband, and I love, love, love it. Like when he steps in the room, like she just lights up, she beams up, she celebrates him, she wow. he's everything that she's doing and she goes and she greets her husband. Yes. And I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you mentioned how long have you all been married? We oh it's ten years this all this year we celebrated ten years. We were together, Sweet. we've been together for fourteen years. Sweet. And uh for the people who don't realize when she was at the Forgive Friends, my sexy husband showed up for like yes. two seconds because he gonna come just cause because he to show his face. And so one of the things that I do, and this is when we weren't in the best space, so maybe this can um support some of the, the listeners. Uh, when we were in the, just the awkward space, I was like looking at two-year-olds and how excited a two-year-old gets when they see their dad. They're like, daddy, ah, they get so excited. So I was like, I wonder what would happen if I met my husband with this level of excitement? How excited would he be? And so I began when he comes in the house, oh, welcome. And every evening when he comes in, I greet him at the door with a kiss. When he leaves, I work from home. I'm standing at the door, blowing kisses, saying a prayer of protection over him. And it shifted and navigated not only our relationship, but also how the children expect and perceive to be um, to see things. Because children think that boyfriend and girlfriends are supposed to be lovey-dovey and husband and wife are just supposed to be distant it's absolutely not i'm kissing my husband my husband is sexy don't waste time like let's get to this because they're hearing all these things from their friends they need to understand that it's good to love and marriage equals love and so i adore him and he gets really embarrassed because i always tell people how sexy he is (laughs) i've been on stages it doesn't matter where i am i'm like my husband is sexy and they're like oh my god and husbands are like to their wives do you tell people I'm sexy? I don't know what she does, but I know my man is sexy. Not to mention, when he hears other women tell him how nice he looks, how good he smells, his suit is nice, he's not so excited because he didn't heard it 5,100 times from his own wife. Let me be the first to tell you how good you look. Now go on and sit down. Right. <laughs> I love it. Yo, I love it. That, I mean, yo, that is awesome because. To, oh my goodness, I, I got the tap, so I ain't gonna that one. No, We're gonna have to bring just, you back because we got to unpack that one. I, because I we, love it. we, sometimes as couples, we don't, we stop, we stop courting. Right. We, and I, I mean, because all the, all you just basically said, y'all, I still, me and my husband, we still coat. I'm, I'm a girlfriend. I pull out all the cute little mini skirts. I'm the girlfriend. Matter of fact, I would tell people that's my boyfriend, and they see the ring on my finger, and I'm like, I left my husband at home. Like, I go for the night. And there are people who are wondering because people ask me all this time, does he do the same for you? Does he greet you at the door with his arms open? The answer is no. That's not my love language. It's not what I require. It's not what I need. So he does not do that for me because it's not what I want. So the deal is, is you don't do things to see how you could get it back. You do things based on what you know you want to give from the whole exactly. heart. And then he in return will figure out what you desire in return. You know what I want from him? I want him to have the phone ready to videotape and record anytime I'm out so that I have content for my reels. Like that shows me love. That's right. what love means to me. Like that, it's simple. It's little stuff. Can you teach, learn how to take the picture with the right angle when I ask you? That's important to me. Pick your battles. Pick, pick it's, it's the language, man. Right. It's the love language. I, I love, I love that. I love Gosh. it. Now I know oh. that you mentioned that you all did your healing journey together, right? That was a choice that you all decided to make. What suggestions or um, advice would you offer to a couple who says, or a wife or a husband who says, "Well, you know what? My husband's not ready to do this journey with me. I, I have to do it by myself, or it can't work if we both don't do it together." Mm-hmm. What what would you offer or submit to them? 
do that. Like I've done way more than my husband. And it, and it's not a, a tit for tat, right? Like right. when we did all of the Tony Robbins work and different things, yes, I am a nerd. Y'all, I read all the books. And let me tell you how sneaky my husband is. My husband will be like, oh my gosh, there's this amazing book, sweetie. You should get it. And I'm like, really? He's like, yes. I was like, did you read it? He's like, you should read it. I'm like, but did you read it? What happened? <laughs> really good. And child he was having me read the book for him so that i could give him the reader because he knew all the details like that's my husband right she'll read the book so like i'm super studious i'm a forever student and so my growth is not contingent on what my husband does i do what i do for me when i was connecting deeper with my children who are 28 27 and 15 i didn't even get to tell you about my brilliant cute kids um as I connected with them, my daughter always talks about it was my journey that she watched me navigate through that has supported her in becoming the, the she's a very popular YouTuber, right? And so she she talks about it. It was what I did. But if I did it based on what I wanted her to do, that's manipulation. No, I was for me, for my growth, for my healing, for what I want. And then everything else falls together. So do it for you. And don't don't mind their business. Like, don't mind. But you don't understand. Our marriage won't last unless he changes. Child, your marriage can change with one person changing. Yes. It doesn't matter when two people do it together. I love it. I love it. Because when I say it, they're like, it really won't work. I'm like, but I did it. <laughs> and they're like, well, it's impossible. And we I'm not you. It. So I love it. I love it. I love it. And you don't have to be me. <clears throat> you know, right. you don't have to be me. You just have to make a decision of what you want to do. Do you right. want to complain or do you want to take action and move forward? You right. get to decide. Either way, you're making the decision. I love it. My I love goodness. it. So what do you have coming up and how can people get in contact with you? <laughs> well, we're going to Bali. So I am doing a forgiveness and healing retreat in Bali. That will be in, in November. In February, I haven't quite decided what we're going to do, but what I do is I travel with people with these retreats out of the country. I already do one-on-one intensives with people, so I decided to go ahead and invite people to travel the world because I love traveling the globe, and we're going to do healing as we travel into these different countries. I'm planning in 2023, we should be in Spain and Greece and um, some other places, I am thinking that there will be a forgiveness experience in October. So that information will be provided. And that's what's coming up. Those are pretty much the two ways to work with me. The group coaching is going to be done out of the country on the retreats. And one-on-one coaching is, is a private experience where families hire me to come in to support them with digging deep and navigating with um, helping them heal generational pain. So I love it. Awesome. And you're so good at it. I thank you so much. Listen, I want to make sure that you all make sure that you connect um, with Tanisha O. Um, Her her IG, her website. Uh, Make sure that you connect with her. Make sure that you you step in with and register for her conference, her forgiveness. I'm telling you, it's it's a blessing. I came last minute like she I didn't I didn't even realize that. She, within 30 days, it was what she decided that she was going to do. We met each other. It's been about two well, years. We the book, right? Yeah, we had the same author coach. Yeah, yes, so that's not my author coach. I don't even know who that is. Um, well, I ain't going to. We going to scratch that. <laughs> no, that's a good funny. That's standing there. We're all going to laugh at it. I'm going to tell you, not to scratch it. She's not my author coach. I am in the book, but. They're not bring a book together. That's what it was. Y'all are co-authors together. We are co-authors together. We are co-authors together. So that's what it was. We were in co-author. We are co-authors together. And I think when they were bringing the group together and we were looking over, well, at least for me, when I was looking over the different people that were contributing to the book, I was like, oh, she's from my area. Like, let me reach out. And we reached out to do like a soft connect in what, a year or two? It's been at least a year. It has. It a has. year later, um, like I I was supposed to be at the conference. And so I appreciate just kind of the look and I reached out and I wanted to make sure that I supported and that I was there, not really expecting um really to, to really I was like, you know, I've I've done the a journey. Yeah. <clears throat> I've done a journey with healing, I've done a journey with forgiveness, and I was like, I think I'm okay. 
But for this next level of where I'm going, I was like, I got there and I was like, I'm really not okay. You know, that's interesting. Like, I serve the alpha women, that strong, confident woman, the woman that everybody leans on, but no one really kind of connects with her because they're like, should I say that? Is she going to be okay? Are we still going to be friends? Me, I'm right. like, we oh, can be friends and not be friends. You already paid me. What I'm going to do is serve you up this healing and we're going right. to navigate this, through this thing lovingly. And that's that's exactly what I get to do. So I love it. People always say, why are you so friendly? Because I bring a heavy conversation. And yeah. so you have to have a light air about you to bring people talk to me about some of the heaviest like yeah, I have clients yeah. who have been raped 23 times by she different did. men like and I'm helping them heal and navigate so many things that um, I, I, I get to just be light right and I don't carry a baggage child when I'm finished with the session I'm gonna go drink my cup of water and mind my business you know why because I'm not judging you Exactly. Right. Exactly. I'm not wondering what I should have done different or would have done different. That's your story is not mine. I'm going to help you heal. And then we can disconnect right there. I don't have to make your problem my problem. And that's for somebody. Wow. Right. Yeah. Wow. This is that's man, phenomenal. I, I love I love I, one thing I do. I love supporting things that make change. Yeah. So I'll be honest, when when wifey told me about it, I said, Yeah, you better you better go. Now I'm like, Where the fellas? I understand you all about the women, but where's the fellas? Where are the fellas? Cause I promise I'm gonna sign up. Don't hey listen, don't block my emails because I'm sending them. I communicate anyone is welcome, right? You know, everyone has their core people. Everyone is welcome. I just typically support women because I'm a woman. I'm a mom. I understand it differently. You know. I understand. Oh right. man, I understand. You know, that's her second time telling me. So I'm taking. She, she like, listen, boy, show up if you're gonna come. All yes, right. There were men. There were men who were at the uh, virtually, but there were men who were there. Wow. So you see, fellas, guess what? You are not excluded. All are welcome. They are. I tell you, just tonight, y'all, just just on this podcast, you have heard me get free. So you continue to support. You're going to see how, because tonight, Pillow Talk, we talking tonight. <laughs> I'm going I'm to release all this. Oh, my God. I'm mad. Listen. I like yes, I don't know how it's going to end, but just close your doors or something. <laughs> but, um, that is that is that is truly a blessing. We oh. thank you so much yeah, for taking so time much. out so much. I so to be with it. us. So this, this was oh my god! You just oh my god! You just don't even know. Don't oh yes, Lord, just Jesus. Yes, so <laughs> I just got to leave it at that. And the best gift is pass it along. Anyone who's listening. Um, if you do decide to join IG, don't be a stranger. Just DM me. I respond. I'm just personable. I respond to messages and um, tell me that you came from the marriage takeover group. Other people who may uh, be looking for something like this, let me know. Let's, let's spread the forgiveness message. Yes, I love Lord. it. I love it. Do you have any last words or any last comments or encouragement that you want to be able to leave with our audience on today? Gosh. I just looked at, at the Forgive Friends notebook and it just says um, unlock freedom, wealth and healing through forgiveness. So I'm going to let that be what I say. Wow. Love it. Thank you so much to the show for having us, for, for being here. Um, <laughs> yes. Because for real, I feel like I had, a, I had a session by myself. Everybody blocked that. I have my own session. Listen. Hey. Thank you so much for joining us on yes. today. It was an absolute treat. And I know it's going to be a treat to our, to our listeners. So thank you so much. Um, we appreciate you. Um, God's blessings continually over what you're doing, over your family, over everything. And so um, we appreciate you. And I'm sending y'all love to Marriage Takeover. I pray that it continues to just multiply over and over again as you continue to support and help heal and keep marriages going and thriving. Thank you for all you're doing. It's it's beautiful work. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Wow. Well, make, you. make sure if you have not already, make sure that you connect. Um, make sure that you connect with Tanisha O. Make sure that you 
go uh, check with her on her, her IG page. Um, make sure that you just connect. Go to her website, tune in, get locked into the retreats that she's having, the things that she's doing, phenomenal in that forgiveness space. And I'm so excited about it. Yes. Um, so you have also been asking, right? And we've been working. We've been working. And now we are ready to deliver. We finally have our marriage takeover retreat that is ready. <laughs> this is me cheering. <laughs> I am the audience cheering. That's right. the coming out. It is February 24th through the 25th, and it's going to be right here in Maryland. It's going to be at the National Harbor. So if you've never experienced the National Harbor, it's right outside of the D.C. metropolitan area. And it's a phenomenal space. And so we are super excited. Now, y'all have been asking. Y'all have been asking. Don't y'all have us sitting up in this building by ourselves? <laughs> so February 24th through the 25th, um, make sure that you register. And that's going to be at uh, marriagetakeover.com. Tickets are on sale now. We are super excited. We cannot wait to see you in the building. And we are so excited about just making sure that um, we're going to be ready for you guys. Right? We are going to be so ready. And we're super excited about all that it's going to be. And so we want to make sure that you register as well. So I think that is all that I have for today. And that is it. So we're going to go ahead and pray this thing out. Father, heaven, Lord God, we thank you. Yes. God, we thank you, Father, for allowing us to get the full understanding of forgiveness. Yes. And so, Father, we thank you now, God. Continue, God, to bless our sister, oh God, as she as she joins yes. today to help free many, oh God, to just break down forgiveness. God, that we may let go, heal, and grow, oh God, where we can become better for so that you can do what you have to do through us, oh God. And so, Father, we bless you right now, God. Continue to let your will be done, Father, in the name of Jesus. Yes, and God, we give your name praise. Continue to watch over the marriages of God. Father, continue to bless the things that she do. Continue to order the steps. Father, you send your word that the steps of a good man are ordered by you. And so, Father, we thank you, oh God, yes. for ordering her steps our way. Yes. And so, Father, we bless you right now, God. We tell you thank you, God. Continue to keep her in the household as, she, as they continue to move forward. And so, Father, we thank you, Lord God. We give your name the praise. Continue to bless the listeners, oh God. Continue to keep them, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we say this praying in our son, Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. 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 I'm your girl, Tamika. It's your boy, Erod Mill. <laughs> and this is Marriage Takeover. Signing out. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.